Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello everyone welcome to the Shape of Work podcast and for today's episode we have Tanya D'Souza with us Tanya is the culture and people partner at Lumo uh, welcome to the podcast Tanya how are you doing today Hi Shika I'm doing really well thank you I'm quite excited to be a part of this podcast likewise likewise Tanya uh, and I'm super excited for our conversation planned ahead uh, so before we jump into the actual conversation can we set some context for our listeners and could you just tell us a bit about yourself your career journey till now and what is it that you do yes of course so i'm a psychologist by degree i have done my masters in psychology and i spent the initial part of my career working as a psychologist within the hospital setup um but a few months into my career i realized that i really enjoyed studying psychology more than i enjoyed working as a psychologist which is when i knew that i had to pivot into something else that would be more exciting and engaging for me and i was looking at professions wherein i could take whatever i studied as a psychology student and apply it in my career and hr seemed like the most uh, likely option at that point of time and i'm glad i did take it up because i felt very challenged i felt very engaged i felt very excited by the work that we were doing in the human resource field and that's why i decided to continue to grow my career there So in the last couple of years um I've uh, worked for an e-commerce company I've worked for a gaming company uh for a fintech company and I currently lead the people partnering uh, function at Lumo. Oh that's great. I mean you've had a very uh, quite interesting journey uh with different industries and different fields. And of course HR is a very uh, diverse field is not just limited to you know recruitment and hiring and payroll. it's way beyond yes. that so why did you specifically choose choose to be part of the culture uh, i mean culture and people uh, domain in the hr space so one of the things that i like to say when i describe myself is that i'm a psychologist by degree a business partner by designation and a people person by nature so it was very obvious to me very early on into my career that people interaction um uh, enabling people for success helping people grow uh helping people achieve their career goals was going to be something that brought me a lot of joy and satisfaction as well so i established very early in my career that that is the path that i wanted to take in terms that's of my own career growth great to know that's quite interesting thank you for sharing that uh so now you know since you have ample experience in performance and compensation management talent management learning and development uh so what are some of the pillars of performance that you focus on and now that the working dynamics have you know changed a lot uh, after the pandemic so in your opinion what performance metrics will now determine compensation uh this is a very interesting question because uh i've uh, helped set up a couple of performance appraisal processes in some of the companies that i have worked at okay. and my core belief is that a performance appraisal process should be very simple hmm. data driven and should have the scope to grow as the organization grows the process should scale with the organization basically um few of the most important pillars according to me uh, one is uh, setting clear goals um across the organization you require clarity as to what the expectation is from right. each 
individual team member as well as from the teams in general and goals need to be set at the top level and need to trickle down across the organization so it's important to have clear goals um secondly it's very important to have very honest feedback conversations with your team um each feedback conversation should be a two way conversation be open to receiving feedback while you're giving feedback as well as be open to receiving a uh, contradictory opinions to your feedback while you're giving it as well so it's important for leaders and people managers in my opinion to go with an open mind into every feedback conversation when they do decide to give feedback to them um another important pillar according to me is recognition um you need to recognize who your stellar performers are you need to recognize who your struggling performers are as well your stellar performers once you identify them you need to create exciting challenging opportunities and projects for them to stay engaged and to stay excited with what they're doing and at the same time your struggling performers need to be given ample opportunities to grow areas of improvement that they need to work on you need to enable them to be successful as well and the last one that i think is very important which not a lot of organizations do and a few that do it don't do it very well as well is 360 degree feedback um because i believe that irrespective of what level you are at at an organization you always have the opportunity to grow there is always scope for improvement so it's important to understand feedback very holistically and to know what are certain places that you could be doing better and you're not necessarily taking this feedback because you're not good at something but it's possible that in that situation and in that context you need to do things a little differently so 360 degree feedback as well is very important um right in terms of uh, what determines compensation in my opinion mm. it's a healthy mix of two things its competencies that is the roles and responsibilities of the individual and how well they're doing it based on the aligned expectations as okay. well as cultural alignment um because you can be really great at what you do you can you can do your job really well but if you're not able to fit into the bigger picture of the company then it doesn't make sense for either you or the organization so i think compensation is generally a healthy mix of both these factors should be rather a healthy mix of both these factors right right totally makes sense and that's a very valid point that you have made and i think it's it all comes down to having a very strong communication within the organization both ways from the employee side as well as from the employee side be it for recognition feedback good or bad and maybe for any other reasons as well absolutely uh, right uh, so you know the earlier mindset around working from home being synonymous with lesser work being done has been challenged by the endless hours of uh, work being put in by you know leaders managers as well as employees so however there continues to be a need to you know prove online presence what is your take on this is it important a good question um my take is it's honestly about the quality of the output not mm-hmm. about the quantity or the number of hours that a person spends um you will have uh, different people in your team with different competencies that take different amounts of time to do the same thing so it's important for you to be able to sit down with them have mm-hmm. a very honest expectation or goal setting conversation and understand what they bring to the table as well in terms of uh, their skills and their competencies and then you have to set them up for success um it's very important for uh, people to know and to realize and to acknowledge that productivity is not a factor of time spent you can spend hours being least amount of productive by showing your online presence right right so people managers what we need to do is we need to hire skilled people we need to trust them 
and we need to set them up for success and know that if the quality of the work is great honestly that's all that matters exactly totally uh, makes sense i mean the quality over quantity uh, for sure and i think this has impacted after the pandemic a lot and yes. you know it has changed the dynamics totally uh, so and we all know that the pandemic came out of nowhere and nobody was actually prepared for it uh, and there yeah. is no doubt that the workplace has become increasingly digital and given how every aspect of decision making and assessment is driven by data how can leaders sustain the value of empathy in their appraisal system so to be very honest i i believe data is very important right um right. having enough and sufficient data um really helps drive meaningful insights you cannot make or cannot make any inferences without having enough data with you and these inferences and these insights will then drive your action items and will drive what steps you take towards solving whatever problem statements you've discovered through data right and mm-hmm. i honestly believe it's those action items that need to be driven by empathy so data and empathy ideally should go hand in hand you begin with data and when you end up in the action phase you have to drive your action by empathy um so say for example you have a uh, two poor performers in your team right now during your appraisal process and you look at the data for each performance uh sorry for each individual for their performance for the last couple of months right there would be one person who's probably been performing really well for a very long time and now you see a dip in how they're doing there's mm-hmm. another person who's been consistently average and now is starting to dip the data will tell you that one person needs to have um sorry the data will tell you that you need to take a different approach for both people because and that approach needs to be driven by your empathy right so the person who's been performing really well you need to have a chat with them about um say what are certain other factors that could be influencing their performance sometimes it's personal factors sometimes the company goals have changed the company targets have changed and they're not able to keep up um sometimes we're asking them to do things that are out of their skill sets and out of their competencies and they're not able to meet your expectations so this is where empathy comes into play to be able to help the person improve or get better wherever they wherever you feel that they are lacking correct correct um and i even i think that there has to be a synergy between how you're using the data and your empathy uh that's a very uh, well put answer uh now uh, you know as business and hr leaders look to reset the workplace and people policies in the new reality of work uh now that we've also talked about appraisals and performance how is the benefit landscape changing any specific uh, initiative uh, you feel have panned out well around performance and rewards um so in terms of benefits right with remote work especially um a lot of companies think that it starts and ends with giving say work from home allowance to people just to help them work remotely more successfully but i think what a company or any company rather uh, should really do is give their team members flexibility treat your team members like adults know that they know what work needs to be done communicate very openly with them and help them prioritize their work and give them the flexibility to pick their hours to pick their projects as well let them choose the direction in which their career is headed right right um another thing that we need to do is uh, maintain a healthy work environment now that we're working remotely i feel it's so easy for people to feel isolated and unappreciated um because they don't get the face time that they would get initially and it's very easy uh when you're feeling isolated to feel discouraged and to lower 
uh, your connectivity with the company as well. So it takes added effort right now by a people manager, by the leadership, by an organization to actively engage people that they're working with to ensure that they're constantly um, in touch with the bigger picture and feeling aligned with what's happening with the rest of the organization. Um, and if nothing, the pandemic has definitely taught us that things are unpredictable. So change management is a crucial aspect. And a lot of times, individual team members might not be capable of handling and adapting to all the change that comes their way. So you need to coach your managers to be able to be the flag bearers of change management, to help people adapt to the new situation, and to make sure that as things keep moving along, they're not getting left behind. They're constantly staying uh, up to date with the team. So engage with them so that they don't necessarily feel disconnected from everything that's happening. That really helps build a great culture um, and builds great alignment as well. Um, in terms of initiatives, things that I've noticed is that if you're trying to build um, a high performance, high rewards uh, kind of organization, then it's good to have a solid rewards and recognitions plan in place. Um, this could be um, either rewarding people for competencies and role-driven kind of um, uh, performance, or it could be rewarding people for their soft skills, for their empathy skills, for their cultural and values demonstration, right? So having a very solid rewards and recognition program helps. And um, identify your high performers, giving them learning opportunities as well always helps. People who are really ambitious and who are looking to grow in their careers are not necessarily satisfied sometimes by just challenging projects, but they want to do uh, projects that expand their scope and give them opportunities to learn. So either put them for a project that will help them grow or create different kinds of learning opportunities to say a learning and training program or through mentorship as well, right? But these are certain ways you can reward your um, employees, you can reward your high performers, you can create an environment of learning, of growth, of recognition as well. Because what I've noticed is um, in most cases, people just want to be acknowledged and appreciated and recognized for what they're doing. So if you create an environment of, say, even peer-to-peer -peer recognition, it's a really good uh, feeling for an individual to hear from someone that they worked with that, hey, you know, I really enjoyed working with you because it was great for me as well. Exactly. Um, uh, all of these smaller components, right, they may seem like really trivial things, but they end up having massive impact on your engagement, on your culture, and in your, say, employees' mental well-being as well. Right. I think that totally makes sense. And I think uh, because of the pandemic and because of the remote working situation, there are two sets of people. So some are taking it very sportingly and it's working pretty well for them. And there are other set of people that are still struggling with the whole situation. So what are some of the things that uh, the employee or the organization as a whole can do on a day-to-day -day basis uh, to keep the motivation intact and to uh, not let their employees feel drained out or left out or isolated? Correct. Um, so I feel in such situations, um, the onus really lies on um, the people managers more than, say, anybody else, right? Because especially mm -hmm. when you're working remotely, there is very little visibility at, say, the leadership or the organization level as to what is happening. So one of the methods that has worked for me in the past is doing a by the people for the people kind of initiative, right? So you have a group of uh, what you refer to as people champions or mm -hmm. an engagement team 
wherein it's a group of people who are very invested in ensuring that we're building a great culture of uh, uh, alignment togetherness where everybody feels connected with each other and right. everybody brings some perspective and something um, unique to the table and you do a whole set of activities and initiatives that bring people together if you're lucky enough uh, to work with a company where people are already uh, having great camaraderie then it's just a matter of helping them break the ice and then they will take it forward from there so and if you're um, in a company where people are a little more shy a bit more introverted will take a while then having people champions or having these engagement uh, uh, buddies or engagement uh, team or an engagement committee will really help also create opportunities for people to interact and um, it's important to do a variety of initiatives because not everyone would want to participate in everything but if you do a variety of initiatives say for example there are people who are into sports maybe there are people who are um who enjoy books maybe there are people who are very uh, active into gaming there are people who of late are very interested in cryptocurrency so create spaces create communities for people to interact with each other and once they find someone like minded right they'll be able to take it off from there so having a group of people who can help facilitate this is really helpful because there is only so much that um you may be aware of or you may be able to facilitate but a team that can help you with it really helps go a long way like i said right by the team for the team that really makes a creates a better impact right that makes sense and uh, that's uh, that's a very interesting thought you had uh, now even in springworks what we do is we have larger team events on a regular basis and then we also have smaller team events for like sales team marketing team yeah, and a tech team so basically for the people who are not very comfortable uh, joining the you know the events in the larger team i mean in front of a larger audience they'll feel more comfortable uh, working or uh, you know having like quality time with their peer their immediate peers so i think this also helps a lot yes uh now my next question to you would be uh so basically there has been a lot of conversation around you know how employ i mean employees individual goals and the organization goal should align and there has to be a synergy between the two and of course goal alignment is a critical part of driving productivity and ensuring your workplace is on the right track uh what can leadership do better in encouraging their employees and ensuring clarity of goals yeah um this kind of circles back to one of the things that we were discussing earlier in our conversation wherein you know i said one of the pillars of performance is having clear goals mm. um so what leadership needs to do is needs to understand that goals have to start at the top down the founders the leaders need to have a lot of clarity about org level goals about business goals about product roadmap maybe to be able to then trickle it down at a team level where the team then works towards the success of the business goals and then you trickle it down to the individual level wherein they set their own professional and even career development goals right and um i understand that in a lot of uh, cases there isn't always a lot of clarity given how like i said right the pandemic has taught us that things are so unpredictable anyway and mm. business goals might change a uh, business direction might change and at some points of time maybe the leaders may not have clarity about what exactly the business goals are and that's where i think honest communication and transparency should come into play right if 
You ask people to work without a lot of clarity and a lot of direction, but you're honest with them that you're lacking clarity right now, but you will provide them with that clarity as soon as possible. People will be okay with that. Not, uh, there won't be a lot of resistance to it, but if there is no clarity, but there is no honest communication about it, it creates a lot of unrest within your team. And it leads people to believe that this is not heading anywhere. And that's when panic starts to set in and the unnecessarily feelings of discomfort start to Mm -hmm. set in, right? So what anyone can do to help in this kind of situation is be honest and be transparent. Set goals if you have the visibility to do it. And if you don't, Communicate with your team that right now, this is all the visibility that I can provide you. And we will keep updating you when we have more clarity. That really helps. I feel any honest communication from the leaders really helps everybody feel aligned with the bigger picture. Otherwise, then there's that sense, like I said, right, of discomfort or of um, lack of clarity that creates a sense of panic within people. Right. Yeah. Correct. That totally makes sense. I mean, I feel that uh, the actions of the leader impact the entire team a lot uh, yeah. in terms of setting the culture, setting the goals and uh, individual goals as well. Yeah. They uh, say, right, there's this saying, um, and for a long time, I didn't understand what it meant, but it says people work with people. Um, yeah. No one really chooses to work with any uh, anything that's not known to them, right? And alignment is the only thing that can bring out great performance. Otherwise. Um, if there is lack of alignment, lack of clarity, no proper expectation setting that, then it's a situation of chaos for everybody across, not just for the individual employee who's trying to figure out what they need to do. Right, right. Totally makes sense. Uh, uh, unfortunately, this brings us to the end of our conversation. Thanks a lot for joining in and thanks a lot for agreeing to do this. And I'm sure that our listeners would derive definitely you know, value from your perspective. Thank you so much for having me. I had fun uh, chatting with you. I had fun discussing these topics as well. Great, great. Likewise. And in case our you know, listeners would like to connect with you on a one-on-one basis, what would, be, what would be the best option here? If yes. people would like to reach out to me, I think LinkedIn would be the best way. Send me a connection request and I'm more than happy to chat, discuss, uh, learn and help other people learn from my experience as well. Great. Thanks a lot, Tanya. And thanks a lot for sharing your thoughts and ideas with our audience. Uh, and have Thank a great you. day. Now, Thank you. Thank you.